Welcome to 5 Minutes in Church History, hosted by Dr. Stephen Nichols, where we take a little break from the present to go exploring the past. Travel back in time as we look at the people, events, and even the places that have shaped the story of Christianity. This is our story, our family history. Let's get started. On March 28, 1754, Jonathan Edwards preached an installation sermon for his good friend Edward Billing in the town of Greenfield, Massachusetts. This was not the first installation sermon that Edwards had preached for Billing. He also preached his installation sermon back on May 7, 1740. At that point, Billing was at the church in Cold Spring, Massachusetts. Cold Spring was renamed to Belchertown in honor of the governor of Massachusetts, Jonathan Belcher. Belcher was actually governor of Massachusetts while Edwards lived in Massachusetts. Then Belcher moved to the colony of New Jersey. He was also the governor of New Jersey, and he was the governor of New Jersey while Edwards lived in New Jersey for those few brief months in 1758 before he died there in Princeton. But we're back in Massachusetts, and in 1740, Billing starts his ministry at Cold Spring Church and all is well until we hit the communion controversy. Now, this is the controversy that is also going to ricochet through the congregation in Northampton, Massachusetts. This is the controversy that eventually is going to lead to Edward's dismissal in 1750. He was dismissed from his church on June 22nd, 1750. In those days, the congregational churches in that area had formed ministerial associations. They sort of functioned like presbyteries. These churches within a certain region would band together, and they would have a ministerial council, and decisions that were in the local church, whether these would be decisions over dismissing a minister or decisions regarding conflicts in the church, sometimes these decisions were turned over to the ministerial council for their review. And so it was with Edward's dismissal from Northampton. It was turned over to the Hampshire Ministerial Association. Well, the Cold Spring Church did not like Edward's view, and they did not like their pastor, Billing. And Edwards wanted Billing to be there on the council because he knew Billing would vote for him. And the church refused to send Billing. But Billing went anyway. Uh, Billing should have had an associate with him from the church. And so he and one of the elders or deacons from the church would show up at this council, and there'd be two votes from Cold Spring Instead, no one went with Billing. He only presents one vote. And as you can guess, the decision of the Hampshire Ministerial Association was upheld by one vote. Edwards lost by one vote. So Billing's presence there was to no avail. After Edwards' controversy, Billings was engaged in his church with controversy. Like Edwards, he wrote a book on the issue. In 1752, he published a dialogue on the Christian sacraments and once that book came out, his church dismissed him. For a few years, he was without a pulpit. And then in 1754, he was called to the church in Greenfield, Massachusetts. You know, these Puritan sermons have a sermon form. They call it the plain form sometimes. We have a text and the Puritans, they wouldn't start with a joke. They would just start with the text. No joke, no story, just the biblical text. They would quickly exposit it. And then they would move on to what they call the doctrine, and then they would move from there to what they call the application. For this installation sermon, for his good friend Edward Billing, and they had been through the ringer of controversy, for this sermon, Edwards preached 
this doctrine. He told Billing, and he told his new congregation, My design from these words is to consider Christ's expending his own blood for the salvation and happiness of the souls of men, and the view both of an inducement and in a direction to ministers to exert themselves for the same end. He ends his sermon by saying this, Now Christ so loved the souls of men and had so great a regard to their salvation that he thought it worthy for him to so lay out himself. Shall not his ministers and servants be willing to do the same? I'm Steve Nichols. Thanks for listening to 5 Minutes in Church History. For more information or to listen to past episodes, please visit 5minutesinchurchhistory.com.